Hello and welcome to the second podcast in our Substack story series of episodes with myself and with Claire. Once a month at the end of every month we get together to discuss our Substack journey. I have been on Substack for nine months or so since about May or June last year and Claire has been on Substack, what, since? One month today. Is it one month today, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's really good timing then. So um, I am coming from it from the perspective of being on it for a certain amount of months. And Claire is coming from it as a complete newbie with no subscribers when she first started um mm-hmm. although you did have a very small instagram presence i say very small a small i don't need to <laughs> small but perfectly formed yes exactly i'd say small but um very engaging instagram audience yes yeah um, whereas i came to substack with a previous subscriber list and with about 16,000 not so engaged Instagram followers. (laughs) (laughs) I think the more you you get, um, the less engaged people are, but that could just be my experience. And it also could be my, the fact that I changed direction from sort of nature outside stuff and flat lays and all that sort of um, palaver to what I'm doing now. Anyway, I've digressed and (laughs) (laughs) we've not even started yet. So um, how do we want to do this, Claire? I know you've written pages of notes, uh, (laughs) a number of notes as well. So I guess, how has your month been on Substack? I think that's a lovely way to start. So so yes, it is my month anniversary today, which is very interesting as well, because it coincides with my four-year books anniversary. I've been on Bookstagram four (laughs) years today, and I have been on Substack for one month today. Um, So my, what my... Substack month in a nutshell is I'm loving it. Mm. I absolutely love it here, and it's really interesting because I um, uh, the consistency is a new thing for me, and that's probably my biggest takeaway of this month has been showing up because I've kind of set myself quite a you know specific. I do two newsletters a week, yeah. um, one on Friday, one on Sunday. Um, and I've stuck with that and that's that's very new to me and even when I was writing quite frequently on medium last summer um, I look back at that now and that was still only across one month um, and that felt very all-consuming and then I just was like oh no I've had enough now I don't enjoy it and this it's like kind of growing in enjoyment this really seems to have hit that sweet spot of what I wanted to write about um, and to be able to go off and 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 write in my own way. And I also feel it is a very creative community because in that month, um, as well as um, 
uh, sort of growing generally, which I'll sort of feed back on in a bit. I do feel like the people that I've started to meet on there that are new, that are not even the ones that came across from Instagram. Um, it's re- a really lovely place and it's really inspiring as well to read other people's newsletters. And I think I've not really been part of a, a writing platform like this before where you're then spurred on by who you're chatting to and who becomes your community looking at your newsletters as well so yeah all in all I have now done uh, 10 newsletters which is you know unbelievable Um, and I'm really really enjoying it so that's in a nutshell is my month I really admire the fact that you do one on a Friday and one on a Sunday and you've stuck to that. And you've also got a theme for what's happening on each day. That's really helped. Mm. Um, So because, you know, I think, you know, from knowing me personally and my creative journey personally, that the not having ideas thing is the way that I usually let fear block me yes. getting anything done so um the Sunday uh what this week and that was like I had come up with that as a way that I would communicate and build more community I think because I think that's something that everyone can join in with so before I even got started I was like that's what I'm going to do once a week mm. um but I love the way that that's grown too that you know in my this is like just me in a nutshell you know I knew I couldn't do short form that's why I was starting to feel boxed in on Instagram and therefore not posting and sharing as much and I was like oh I'll do one of these things called threads and it goes write one or two sentences (laughs) and there I am with this great like and it's getting longer every week as well my um uh, my Sunday one so just describe for um people who are listening um, who may not be subscribed to your Substack? What your what this week posts? Right, yes. So my Substack is in general. My whole Substack is called "It's All About the Words," and I've come across from Bookstagram. So the majority of my writing is about books that I've read. Um, and on a Friday, I've been doing a deep dive newsletter where it's about a book that I've read or an author or something, but then I'm going off on connections. So it's kind of, I've I've got a subject as well, and then I can recommend other books or talk about other things. So that's been really interesting. And I have sat down and done a sort of a plan for that, but I'm not sticking to it at all. (laughs) And uh, which I think the plan in itself has given me confidence for the week when I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to write about. There's a whole list of things there to go at. Um, but I really like that it's kind of given me the freedom to actually, because I don't do that one till a Friday, at the beginning of the week, I could be, like I've done one on nature and actually that went down so well. People really loved that. But because I was literally walking by the canal on Tuesday, had this amazing walk and then just let that guide what I'm writing. So that... Uh, on a Friday, that piece is taking me a lot of work through the week. Um, I mean, we're looking at sort of eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours. I'm putting a lot of research in. Um, so I'm working that one up through the week. And then on Sunday, 
I've kind of through the week been gathering ideas of things that I've seen. So on sun and Sunday, there's what this week. And that is just a collection of what I've been reading, what I've been watching on TV, films, what I'd recommend, a little sort of synopsis of each. Um, and then opening that up to subscribers to talk about what they would like to uh, what they've been up to in the same week and that's really got a nice engagement to it there are lots of people who I've never met or spoke to before have become you know regulars telling me what they're watching and I've got a list as long as my arm now of things to recommendations um, which is really really nice brilliant brilliant I love that I'm full of admiration for how professional and um clever and all the other words I can't think of right now um that I think your substack is and I think you have sort of embraced it and it, it's coming across really natural and it yeah I love I love re- I love reading it I think um it it does like I was saying about kind of the, the I feel like I've really got into the creative space that I've been looking to get into. So I don't feel like I'm having to push anything. Like I say, it's taking a lot of work, but that's kind of what I want to do and where I want to take it. And I'm really pleased with each piece when I publish it. Um, And yeah, I guess this is like kind of finding that space to actually do the writing that I've been wanting to do for a long time, but didn't realize. So that's been nice, but the feedback has been brilliant and that's really positive as well so I think it's been I mean I was planning to talk about this later but just in terms of like uh because you were saying about your kind feedback I, I think it's been really interesting for me coming from like Instagram where your metric is very much likes it's mm. really easy to like and you know so um I, suppose, I mean I suppose it's a similar kind of percentage thing but you know I'd I'd be getting around 100 likes on a Instagram post here I'm you know around 10 <laughs> um, but I very quickly learned that that's not remotely reflective of what people think about it so you know kind of you set a post out into the world and then I do kind of sit there going has anybody read it yet or oh, what's got you know and as the month's gone on I've moved away from that but I can see that it's not actually as easy to like because people are reading it on email Mm. I get a lot of comments and chat and things from people who haven't liked it they leave comments and start conversation but they haven't actually pressed so like just isn't a metric in the same way at all on here which is actually quite freeing because you're just sort of like I know what I've written is great and people are sending me like private DMs or emails or whatever, or they're engaging in a conversation about the books. Um, so it doesn't really matter whether they like it or not, press the heart button. That's not really, so that's kind of, yeah, really freeing actually to let that one go. It's not yeah. about numbers in those ways. And also on Substack, they do provide you with metrics so you can see what your percentage open rate is. Yes, yeah. I don't I, I looked at mine this morning for the post I sent out on was it yesterday, Sunday. Um, but I don't I'm not obsessed with that that than I that I used to be with, say, for example, Instagram or YouTube or something like that. It just doesn't come into it really. And that's really 
freeing because again it's like algorithm free so it doesn't mm. matter you know what what matters is the quality of your writing that yes. to me that's the bit that's speaking yeah um, I guess having it shared around I guess the subscriber number itself is the bit that's going to be helpful because that means more people are literally seeing yeah. what you're writing um but no and I thought that was really interesting um oh I'm, I'm jumping ahead of my notes again but um I listened to a really interesting conversation last week that Farrah Store ran with Nicola Lamb. Yes, I wanted to listen to that, but yeah, I yeah, that was really, really interesting. And I kind of, I think we'll sort of talk back later about growth in general and all things like that. But Nicola Lamb, who's got like, I think it was twenty three thousand um, subscribers, she was saying, I don't get a lot of likes, handful yeah. of likes. And there's somebody with a tiny one talking about stuff. She goes, Oh, I don't get that many. So it. it it, it just genuinely isn't a thing which is just lovely because you just take that staring at that little heart just doesn't matter yeah. um and you you know it's the feedback like like you've been kind of giving me and other people have too that's the bit that matters so that's yeah absolutely absolutely um so shall I talk about my months? Yes, please, because you, I've, uh, you have noticed you popping up with posts, and I have noticed that you've been sharing some more, some more vulnerable posts this month. So I, I, I have. Um, that was something that I talked about last month. Yeah. Um, I haven't done as much as what I wanted to do this month, but if if you you if you've been following me on my substack you will know that i've been struggling with burnout so i have just tried to do one post a week yeah and i've done that in fact including the solo podcast i did um a week ago i have done five posts during February this will be the sixth one because we'll yeah. put this out um tomorrow we're recording this on Monday the 27th of February and it'll go out on the last day which is tomorrow because we're not an elite year are we no <laughs> no <laughs> I don't think I have to check yeah um so yeah I I've not done as much as I wanted to I've not I I last month I talked about having a relaunch which I haven't done I've basically been um what's the word when you're just um in water in water in water this yeah month. yeah and that's fine I'm not going to um beat myself up about it I just wanted to 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 get the minimum done that's it I think kind of from the the place that you've been in to even achieve that consistency to turn up each week it will be incredibly easy just to say no not now um, um I'm not yeah. ready but actually just even one a week is just giving you because you then don't lose touch with it do you and you don't exactly. lose touch exactly. with the confidence to press publish you have been growing in what you've been sharing yeah, so there has been that, um, you know, especially the your um, uh, solo podcast was really vulnerable, and I think that's really that that's part of what you needed to get out before you could move on. Really, 
Yeah, and I have to say, after doing that and doing the posts that I did on burnout, mm. um, I couldn't do anything for a couple of days afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it really um, exhausted me. And I have also prioritised Substack over my YouTube as well, which is something yes. that I wanted to do. So YouTube has been pretty much neglected over... February I think I've only done two videos but that's fine that's fine I said Substack was going to be my priority and that's what I've done yes so yeah I've done more vulnerable posts and I've enjoyed that it's been quite cathartic I bet I bet it has yeah and I've had a few ideas about the direction that I want to take it um I Oh, I, I'm jumping ahead now, but I, <laughs> I've been thinking about creating a nonfiction book club. Um, so mm. I specifically look at nonfiction like Write It All Down by Kathy Rensenbrink. And that is something that I did. Um, I annotated and talked through on my YouTube and then yes. I wrote about mm. it. I've done two posts about that have been inspired by that book. Um, I'm currently reading, let me get it out, my house handbag, so, <laughs> <laughs> so that I, I get the title right. The Mary Poppins of Substack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but it's called Work It Out by Fiona Thomas. Oh, yes, yeah. And it's all about finding connection in the digital age without falling apart. There's a lot of, um, so a lot about mental health in here she touches on burnout as well so I'm currently halfway through reading that and I have uh, messaged her on Instagram uh, Fiona and I did a, um, a masterclass together you did I came to that did you yeah yeah <laughs> um so we I'm I, I've asked her if she'd like to be interviewed on my podcast so that's oh, gonna brilliant so that's another example of a non-fiction book. And then I've also got two more. Well, I've got more than two in my house handbag. Disappearing into the carpet bag again. Partly inspired by my own burnout, but I've got a book by Heidi Sawyer called Highly Intuitive People and um, a book by Selena Barker called Burnt Out. And these are books that I'm... I just think would be interesting to look at in a nonfiction book club, as well as other books about writing, creativity, mindset, that sort of thing. So I think that gives an indication of the direction that I want to focus on with. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, I, um, it would, I think it would push me to, I always tend to, Ignore non-fiction books. I don't know why. Um, if I'm going to read, I always go for the for the fiction. And I get so much out of non-fiction that... Um, that's it. I think there's so much to be had there, but that's kind of overwhelming. So you can't then just sit there and 
read through it you kind of take lessons and then you might write notes but then you might just that goes straight out of your head so I think in that book group scenario as well you're revisiting and kind of embedding those lessons and Mm. I think that's a really good idea I mean you could see I think you still haven't finished with um write it all down still more yeah that you could pull out of that so um I think that's a genius idea and I think that again is just you've let yourself be led to what's um appealing to you right now because that's the bit that comes over completely authentically which is the bit that then draws other people in because they're interested in how interested you are if you know what I mean (laughs) yeah I do know what I mean so yeah that's been my month have you got any particular feedback on your because we did both set ourselves uh targets for last month or I did and um I think mine, I wanted to work out a balance between YouTube, Substack and my book writing, which we haven't touched on yet, our own book writing. And I wanted to sort my about page out and I wanted to have a relaunch. So that was the, I think that was the main things that I talked about as well as subscribers but that was um something you mentioned and I said oh yeah that would be quite interesting for me as well so I'll talk about that when you've talked about yours but my balance between YouTube and Substack well basically I said previously I have prioritized Substack really pleased with that my book writing has not happened this month at all I think you knew I was going to say that um (laughs) Uh, I you're not know, alone <laughs> spoiler alert you're not alone okay keep going <laughs> I can't even remember where I, I got my um proposal my non-fiction book proposal printed professionally and bound um by a by a, a an online printers and then they posted it to me in the post for about 10 pounds which just helps to when you're yeah. going through an editing it I don't even know where I've put it <laughs> somewhere in my office um, it's going to be in the bottom of the carpet bag isn't it under the standard lamp yeah (laughs) no idea where it is but that is something I would like to start getting back into and I know I said this last month but I am feeling better than I was a month ago um, the fact that I'm sitting at my desk today and I've done a couple of things before talking to you um, feels like a major step forward. So, yeah, um, that is going to be working out my my balance is going to be more in in March. I haven't done my about page. And I'll tell you why. Even though I got that lovely, I did that thread and I asked people how they saw me and I found that lovely, but sort of condensing that into a few sentences for um, my description, my substack description and incorporating it into my about, it's just overwhelming me at the moment. So I've just thought about that and I know I need to do it because it gives people a clearer idea of what I'm all about I think that in a way, though, you are still living through the transition because with the end of the Confident Creative Club, which is, you know, um, been a big part of how you would have described yourself in terms of 
the confidence of mentoring and all that side of things you know you are working through a shift and you've got to figure it out before you can tell everybody else you know that's such a good point it hadn't occurred to me I'm so wise (laughs) yeah so for those of you listening um I was running uh, for about 18 months or so I was running an, an online group called the Confident Creative Club Uh, which I love and which is how Claire and I became friends. But because of my burnout, emotional burnout, where I I kind of absorbed all the emotions of the people that I was mentoring without having my own person, uh, coach or mentor um, in order to um, offload to, if you like. And it just it just completely wiped me out. So I made that really hard decision to close the Confident Creative Club. And yeah, as you were saying, Claire, it was a big thing for me and um, something I hadn't anticipated either at all. And I think there's also a kind of a grief stage through through that and feelings of failure and frustrated with my own mental health as well that I couldn't do it um and letting people down and everything so yeah there's all that that I have to work through and the fact that I said I'm not going to do one-to-one or one-to-many mentoring for a significant amount of time Um, uh, I'm not saying I'd never do it again but for the time being I'm not going to do it and I'm going to put everything into writing or if I did a course on my substack I would write it I think rather than speaking it um yes, for the yeah. time being so yeah it has been a big shift for yeah. me I'd forgotten yeah. about that um until you raised it I was just <laughs> just where I am right now just that things just pass me by so what were you that was my yes goals. Well, I'm I'm a 50-50 on my my goals for last (laughs) last month. Um, One of them I aced, which is very, very positive indeed. So I um, in that when we spoke last time, I had launched on the Friday, done an opening post, a newsletter um, explaining who I was and what the uh, newsletter would be all about. And then I'd done one of these, uh, what this week's on the Sunday, and then we podcasted on Monday. So I had got 50 subscribers then, just over that opening weekend, which was amazing. Um, And that really had all come from me sharing it with my bookstagram friends over on Instagram. Um, and I sort of said I would really like to double that and be at 100. And I'm at 115 this morning. So I am very, very pleased with the growth. Um, I, I think that's still got to be, a, you know, a big part of what I'm doing is growing the numbers because all the looking into how to make a successful substack it's it's it really is a numbers game and the more people that read your words that share your words that pay for and support your words you know that's how um it becomes a sustainable project so to keep going with the growth like this would be fantastic and it is um coming I, i'm finding it quite 
natural so far to talk about it in the way that I have been. Yeah. Um, so I, um, I mean, I don't like even saying the word market makes me want to, you know, <laughs> regurgitate my breakfast, but I would share share my um that I had put a new a newsletter had gone out every time I've done it on Instagram and every time that will draw somebody new in Mm. Um, so that's been really positive and I don't feel too I mean I know it's twice a week and perhaps there are people who are like oh shut up with you I I kind of don't care because I'm doing it in a nice way and I know that what I'm sharing is things that that community values and are interested in so I haven't felt like oh I can't go on about it I have found that quite natural to keep sharing it um and then there has been like a uh, substack itself the network through there so you do see that um I mean very kindly it's followers from your your substack that are the the largest number that have come, come through yeah um but that's really nice. So you see that quite a lot that there's through the network, people have found you um, for things like that and comments on other. But would you say uh, that the majority of people have come from Instagram? I should think so, because that would be that first big batch as well. And then, like I say, every time I post, somebody will, I'll put a link um, in a story. Um, and somebody will come across and subscribe through that. So that's been really good. I think I um, want to, I think my next step has got to be kind of asking people to share it if they're enjoying it, because I I think this month has taught me that what I'm putting out there has got a lot of value and that people are really enjoying it. Um, and I've not overtly asked anybody to pay or asked anybody to share and help me grow it and I think this is like the next next tentative steps for me so I mean I had you know this is like because um this is my personality type the idealist it's all going to happen marvelous so like what like I say I do believe in what I'm doing I don't cynically just want to steal people's money I do think that I'm putting a lot of time in um, and good stuff is coming out the other end um and I had a, a a friend of mine who had been subscribed for a while and then she read one particular post I think it was the marking time the one about old people and all of a sudden she paid up and I was like oh wow that's so kind of you and got back in touch with her and stuff and she just said you know to pay an annual subscription 50 pounds a year that's less than a pound a week I get two emails for newsletters from you for a pound or less there's so much work into them. I've got this great list of books that I want to read thanks to you. And I haven't been reading that much. And now I'm inspired to. I've started watching Happy Valley and I absolutely love it. So, you know, you just and I was like, oh, that's my dream to get all the subscribers I need um, who just naturally go, oh, I want to support Claudia. And I know that's my ideal situation. And I know that's not really going to happen while I'm offering everything for free. So that's the kind of the next step for me is like finding how to move to grow what I'm earning from it as well, because I'm putting so much time into it. 
Um, and, you know, I think you, people do offer separate things and things behind paywalls. And I've got to just sort of get my head around how comfortable I'd feel doing that, I think. I, when, when, what I've experimented with, I think I did it this month. Um, normally, I don't like to send something out with a preview so that. Yes, yeah. Um, everybody your free and your paid subscribers sees the first bit and then there's a line that you put in and the rest go only is only seen by the paid subscribers so what i try and do is offer value in both sections yes so yeah. not use it as a kind of tease which i know some people do they do don't they value in the, the free section as well as the paid section. Yeah. Um, so that is something that you could look into. And I think somebody who, I can't remember um, what her name was now, but she did something similar. So she did a couple of recommendations in the free bit and then a third or a fourth one. in yes. the, So you just get more of the same, but you're still giving value to your free subscribers that's well. a really good idea I mm. mean the, my kind of tentative first step I wondered about was like kind of the archive you know in the um so you think about that in my what this week's there's a heck of a lot of recommendations and things in there that people might want to go back to and whatever else and it's like well if you were a paid supporter then there's all this information here that you've got um so I don't know yeah but that that's really interesting and um back to Nicola Lamb so Nicola Lamb is a, a, a chef a pastry mm. cook and she has a huge following on here now and she made this her full-time job and Farrah Store kind of often holds her up as a kind of example of somebody who's done very well here um but she does that very thing that the, the every Sunday there is, a, I think it's called the Kitchen Project. And her newsletter goes out full of recipes and things that have been tested. And I signed up after going to the thing and, you know, to I'm not a chef, but to see the format of what she does. Yeah. And how she does it. There is so much free content. And then there is if you wanted to know this particular source that would go really well with this, or if you want to, you know, there's like next level yeah. um, that is behind the paywall. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I, I, I just want to make sure that I'm giving value to both. Yeah. Uh, but I think what you were talking about, if people go back in your archives, what you can do within Substack is, um, make all your free posts um only viewable by paid subscribers yes yeah after a certain amount of time and i think that's you right what that time is so maybe after a month yeah those posts go paid only so if you want to go through your archives you have to become a paid subscriber and i think if you're putting eight to ten hours a week and doing loads of research that is um that's fully justified yeah so I think that would be my first tentative step and I mm -hmm. think um it's been 
a lovely month in kind of growing the confidence to do that because to start with you you know I was sort of thinking like oh god well how do you ask people to pay for your writing and then when I see how much time I'm putting in and how much value people are getting out you're like no actually I think for a pound a week there's there's a lot there so so definitely that would be something I'm going to move forward again with um next month is that I'd like to grow free subscribers to 200 let's go on the doubles um but I will put more thought and planning into what I offer to a paid subscriber so that there is more there than just saying please support me um which is very nice and I'm very incredibly grateful to the people who've done that already because that just yeah it's just lovely uh, uh that my, that was my 50 i've started with the good news that was my 50 that i've done well my other goal was that i was supposed to be finding some balance with my novel writing yeah. um there is none there is no balance there is no novel writing but i've kind of made my peace with that as well because like i say a month in seeing how much work i'm putting into these and and you know it's good and it's great and it's letting my mind do what it wants to do um then I will keep going with this for a while I think consistency is that's another growth skill for me um so we'll put balance on one that I'll learn later in the year and I'll stick with consistency well Um, I mean what the name of that chef Nicola was it yes um has made it her full-time job I mean that's a dream isn't it yeah to have a an income from it that would sustain us um so yeah I it's just putting in all the groundwork now Um, it is and I mean it was really really encouraging listening to people like that is really encouraging about what you can do about this because she built up this massive free following first and probably about five or six months before she turned anything unpaid um and she said when she did you know, when she was talking thousands of people by that stage, she like got five paid subscribers and she was just like, oh, um, oh. But it builds. She mm-hmm. just said, you know, I just shut the laptop and walked away. And like one of those was like a mum and a dog and whatever else. So um, uh, I think, yeah, I'm just just keep believing that the work is what speaks for you, really. Um, Absolutely. And that will keep growing. Um well, Shall I just mention my subscriber journey over the yes, yes, go, while we're go talking about them? Mine has been the kind of opposite to you, but again, it's in two halves. My free subscribers have dropped. <laughs> right. Um, I did write down the figures somewhere. Bear with. Um, yeah, I think in the beginning of February, I had a peak of one three two nine subscribers. And then I did I did a post about um, cozy murder mystery books and I dropped 12 in two days. And on the on the graph that Substack provided, it's like. (laughs) And then I thought, well, it, it was a bit gutting, but it wasn't it didn't bother me. No. As much as it might have done a couple of years ago, or if I lost that percentage equivalent on Instagram in one go a few years ago, um, then it went up again. 
and then I must have posted something else. And every time I posted something, it dropped again by about six, seven or eight subscribers. I think I'm currently on one, three, two, three. So I've dropped six when you sort of eat it all out over the month. Um, However, my paid subscribers has gone up 29%. That's incredible. And even when I would send a post out and my free ones would drop. Yeah. um, I think every post that I've put out, I get a paid subscriber. That's really, really encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. So the more you write, the more it pays off. Yeah. Um, So I'm incredibly grateful for those people who've converted from free to paid this month because um yeah if I dropped there as well as on the free I might have thought oh god what am I doing yeah, wrong. yeah. Um, so yeah that that's given me a lot of confidence I guess no that's fantastic um, I think you're right I think with the free because people you know they just sign up and they don't really know what they're signing up for and the more that you turn up in their inbox the more that they're like no that's not what I thought I was going to be reading about so yeah that is that's you know it it, it, to lose um uh free subscribers I guess it's it's just part of evening it out isn't it finding your more engaged audience yeah yeah I think the other thing that um just digressing slightly, but on the subject of subscribers, one thing I've noticed Substack have done, um, and whether it's just me noticing and they've it's been there for a couple of months, but on my Substack now, when you go to it for the first time um with the little sign-up box, it will say over one thousand subscribers in in bulk. Oh, wow. And I thought, oh, that's new. I think you can take it off um, in your settings, although I'm not 100% about that, but I think you can. So I I had a little nosy at um, some other writers that I admire. I won't uh, won't name names. I will name, I know um, Farrah Storr in her masterclass that she did about starting the Substack that's available for paid subscribers. I don't know if it's still available now, actually, but she mentioned that Dominic Cummings was one of the um, more successful writers. Yes. So I thought I'd have a look at how many free subscribers he's got, um, because I think he earns quite a lot. I mean, there's no way of knowing how much he earns, I think exactly, but he has over 45,000 free subscribers. Wow. That was interesting. Yeah. And then um, somebody that both you and me follow on Instagram, she has over 8,000 and also has hundreds of paid subscribers, which I thought was interesting. And then... um, Emma Gannon, who writes the hyphen, has over 17,000 free subscribers. Wow. Wow. So I, I, I'm mentioning her because she's been quite transparent. Um, yes. In yeah. her paid section, I think, over how much she she earns from it. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was really, really interesting. Really? How many free subscribers they've got in order to 
make a decent monthly income from it that's absolutely it and on that um talk that I listened to that conversation it is a numbers game Mm. you know that's what they're saying it it is a a ratio it's you know you have to have a lot of free subscribers there to have an amount of paid subscribers about two to four percent or two to five percent or something that will convert yeah about five percent I think and it's like in the start they're saying if it's about two to four that's about right but then yeah it would be more like five to ten I think um Mm. yes it's it's really interesting I think this conversation is is one of those you know where it's like is it because I'm looking for it a lot because this is the place that I'm in at the moment but this conversation does seem to be happening a lot about Substack, paid subscribers, growth, and it's really, really interesting um, and exciting. It feels like a moment where a lot of people have seen the value in this and and what yeah. what can be done. But also, what I would because I've sort of um, made some notes, just talking about making money from writing, making money from art. Um, you know, Emma Gannon came first if you like in my consciousness and you're through you because you were telling me about it about what could be done here and I don't think she expected it either did she she started on it I think as a bit of an antidote to book writing she just published it got a book out um and wanted to share something um and has just watched it grow but it's just really interesting watching smaller people talking about it um and what they want and when they could go paid and you know what people will pay for and there's a lot of those conversations happening at the moment but I think again there's a like an age thing and I think that's quite interesting so I put you and I together you know in our mid-40s generation x thing what we've been brought up money making should look like what we've been conditioned with what we should ask for and there's a lot of people who are starting to break that down a bit more now. And that's really interesting. So I've shared with you before Ray Dodds that I follow on Instagram. Yes, the way she yes. talks about things. But the other one I wanted to was Amy McNee. I mean, inspired to write. Yeah. Um, I'm signed up. I'm waiting for the replay of her um, Making Money Out of Art intensive course. Um I just think lots of people are having that conversation at the moment and it's really interesting. And actually a lot of those people are younger than us and are kind of giving a permission slip, if you like, to say, you can do this. If you write and you want to share it, you can ask for money for it. There is value in what you're putting out into the world. Um, And I, I just think that's a really positive conversation. Through somebody else, I just wanted to raise this one because I thought this was a great substack called the Ladybird Purse, and it's really a, a small. I think she's called Keris. Yeah, Keris on Trashlista many oh, years ago. Wow! <laughs> right, I'd never heard of her before. And again, this is the network thing because it was uh, Claire Venus had been a guest interviewed by her, but she's interviewing creative women you know week on week and asking them about their money asking how they make money through writing and I just think the having of the conversation is really important and it starts Mm -hmm. to make you feel less uh, icky 
you know. Last, do you know, I made a note that last month you said um, it felt icky when asking people to pay. Yeah. But I, I, I'm hoping that the months that you've had and the quality of the work that you've put out there has reduced that feeling of ickiness a little bit. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Why I think that's that consistency is what I'm aiming for, because to keep going is building that confidence that I'm putting something of value out. And, it, you know, if people pay for it, then that's fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely. And you also sent me um, what's the name? Ray. Ray Dodd. Ray Dodd. And I made a note. Ah, oh, you sent me her Instagram and she put, having emotional wobbles as you make or try to make more money does not mean you are doing it wrong. Yeah. And I thought that was quite powerful. Yeah. Uh, especially with the, mon- the month that I've had, well, three months that I've had um, and having, I've had to shut down the Confident Creative Club, which is one of my income streams yeah yeah I thought that was a really really powerful quote for for me at the time and the fact that we do feel icky when we're talking talking about money but asking um people to subscribe with hard-earned money I I really like that really like that right what we're going to talk about next Claire (laughs) well I don't know I think are we going to set ourselves some goals for next month I think we have covered a lot this time I think we have so for me my goals are going to be very similar to what they were last month but I feel even if I only get half of them done um that will be progress ideally I would like to increase the number of um substacks that I do um during the month like I say, this month will be six. Two of those were podcasts. So four of those were written. I think I did two for paid, two free um, out of the written ones. I would like to do more. I would like to get back to doing my bite-sized courses. Yes, yeah. Um, and they will be bite-sized that's why they're called bite-sized courses um so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back into doing that doing maybe do my about but now you've talked about it being a transitional phase that I'm going yeah, through I'm not yeah. going to have as much pressure on myself to do that and just to get back into it more fully I think yeah uh, and maybe launch the book club as well that's that's a, a lot so it's yeah. a lot so like I say I I I'm not expecting to do it all but that's yeah. the sort of direction I'm thinking of going in right right it's, it's very exciting and I, I'm seeing your green shoots I do <laughs> I think yeah thank um, you you're, you're coming back and you're going to come back with a bang god I hope so I hope so it's been a very frustrating three or four months but it's incredible that you've managed to keep showing up consistently through that. And I think that, again, speaks to this platform being something that that you can do that. Mm. You know, you can you can keep showing up here in a way that suits you and still keep that connection to your creativity and what you want to um, put out there. So 
I think I should just point out here that if anyone else is going through something similar and they they have paid subscribers, but they feel they can't do anything um, for them at the moment in time, you can pause their subscriptions. Yes. Yeah. The, the kind of the guilt that you feel for not providing um, and you can you can pause it and um yeah so if you are going through burnout or something emotional or mental or whatever it is um and you have paid subscribers then do look into your settings because you can pause it temporarily yeah um, and it just takes that aspect of guilt or um worry or anxiety about letting people down away yeah i thought i'd mention that so mine is again the numbers game i'm going to look to 200 free subscribers um and i'm going to take the balance out of the equation i'm going to just uh, stick with consistency um so i just want to keep another month of showing up continually for those two newsletters planning and putting the quality in and then i guess to put some planning in place as to how I increase paid subscribers to yeah. just really have a think. I thought I could ask my paid subscribers for input on that because you always feel like if you're asking people who haven't paid yet that you're kind of you know trying to guilt them into and I don't want to do that at all. So yeah, just kind of putting some feelers out but like I mentioned earlier on I do think the the first step I think I might do this gradually in little steps and I think the first step that I might look at is um put in some archive I think that's um, great so it just feels like I'm gradually moving towards um a separate offering rather than just uh you know you're a supportive person and have a halo for paying what everyone else is getting for free um so yes, so that's me, is put some thought and planning into increasing paid subscribers, aim for 200 free subscribers, and keep publishing articles. Brilliant. I love that. I love it. Right, okay. Um, unless you've got anything else you want to add? No, just to say thank you everybody for listening. And if you want to add your uh, goals for the month, then do it in the comments below. I'm doing the finger thing as if I'm on YouTube. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. if you want to add into the comments um, what your uh, goals for March are, then we can all be accountability buddies together. Brilliant. I love that. Um, so, Claire, where can people find you on Substack? On Substack, my Substack is called It's All About the Words by Claire Holden, and the URL is claireholden.substack.com. And what yes. about you? And it's Claire with an I in it. It is Claire with an I, yes. Yeah. And an E. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And mine is called The Red Fern by Helen Redfern, and the URL is helenredfern.substack.com I think we're going to publish this on both of our you've got to work out how to do a podcast on yours yeah so that'll be your um your your medium small to medium goal 
for the yes, next day or two. Learning a new <laughs> Substack skill this month as well. I'll yeah. just add that into my goals for the month. Absolutely. Right, Akadok. Well, I will sign off. Lovely to chat to you, Claire. And you too. we'll see you next month with how we've got on during March. I'm having the years going so fast. I know, I know. Right, okay. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.